is Tariq Talk. Your host, Tariq Mendez, takes you on a journey with guests from all around the world. Broadcasting around the world. Around the world. This is Tariq Talk. sculpture that I make, I cast concrete, or I sometimes find uh, concrete blocks from demolition sites, oh, wow. um, or I take stone. Yeah. Um, there's a guy I know up in Vermont who I get some marble, Vermont marble from, and once I have the piece, uh, be it I cast, you know, when I cast the concrete, I make a mold, uh, then I cast the concrete, then I disassemble the concrete or the stone um, with a sledgehammer. After that, I pick and choose which parts of it I want it to remain. Mm -hmm. And also when I am, you know, disassembling the piece, I do have some control over where I want it to break. Um, so if I want, like, you know, this side broken and this side not broken, I yeah. can do that. Oh, wow. But there's also, you know, when it is breaking, you're like, you don't have complete control, which mm -hmm. I like. Um, you know, I like the randomness that happens and whatnot. Yeah. And actually, even since... When I was doing furniture, a lot of all my pieces have been involved with um, you know, some aspect you can't control. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you you can give the impetus to it and get it started, 
but the final product you have you know control over the whole basic form of it but the little minutiae you don't have control over mm. which I really like so after I disassemble the piece, I then go in and paint it um, how I see fit, and then I reassemble it. Mm -hmm. um, that's, yeah. Yeah, no, the, that's good. The, the quick that. tour. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I love about your work is, um, like, the sculptures that I've seen is how, you know, from far away it looks like something, and then with the closer you get, it changes, and then when you, like, do a 360 around it, it's like, it becomes like an interactive sculpture yes. experience, you yes. know? Because it looks like a certain way, and then, like as you said, some parts get like, you know, chiseled. I could say, like, any that's to me so fascinating. And then when, um, back when we had that group show last year, I remember like seeing people interact with it, and it's kind of like walking towards with like their phone. And the closer they got, they saw that it be changed. They like everybody did the, oh wow, I didn't know it was like that from back there. You know what I mean? That yeah, I, love. I, I totally agree. It's like you know. From afar, far yeah. away, it looks like one way, but as you get closer, it's like you see these little random yeah. cracks form that you yeah. didn't see before, or the color changes. Yes, yeah. When totally you're agree. creating your work, do you are you like actively thinking about the like the visual experience of the viewer? Um, yes and no. You know, I kind of have an overall idea that I want for mm -hmm. the piece to become, but you know, as I was saying, I don't have complete control over how that piece mm -hmm. will show up and you know I definitely make pieces when I'm like no that does not look good you know I'm not happy with this and you know it's like sometimes I can do something with it to make it work and other yeah. times it's like well this is going in the trash can you know it just yeah. didn't work out oh, wow. how I was anticipating so that was gonna be one of my questions so when when you start working on something because I'm kind of like that too <laughs> like do you because like I have so many guests that you know their creative process is different when they start working on the piece so as you mentioned when you start creating something and you really hate it, you don't like how it's going, mm. are, are you willing to put it aside or you just say, okay, no, like, let me just toss it? I do both. Do um, both? Some pieces I just put aside. Mm -hmm. Like I actually have a piece in my studio right now that I started and it was gonna be, uh, you know, around a six foot tall piece and- Oh my, I remember from Jcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember we were discussing yeah. that, yeah. And how yeah, did that go? It, it's still sitting there. Okay. Uh, you know, I got like, two-thirds of it done oh, wow. and I'm just not quite right now not liking the way it's going yeah. so it's just been sitting there in the corner and I'm deciding what I want to do with it am I gonna yeah. you know finish it am I gonna throw it out am I gonna change it some way to make it work yeah um, but right now it's just not speaking to me and so it's just sitting there and I've done that with other pieces where they sit there you know I've had a piece that was like sitting there for like two years mm -hmm. and then I came up to it one day I was like what if I do this and yeah. it worked out great so but then other times, yeah, I just like, you know, so do goes you like, in the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that too. But like over time, like probably like the last four years, I've like started to like keep it and kind of be like, you know, maybe I'll figure something out. So a lot of times for me, like I've just started ripping pieces from other sculptures yeah. and use that for future sculptures. Yes. Well, that yeah. took me like a long time because my first emotion was anger. Oh my God, what a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Where is where's the sledgehammer? Like this, you know, darn sculpture or whatever. Yeah. But, um. Do you think having like a, especially for your work and your sculptures, do you think like being an artist with a art studio space, I ask this because I get a lot of questions from young artists saying, mm -hmm. oh, you know, is it, should I get a studio space because it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Do you think being an artist with an art studio space like helps your medium and your work and your inspiration in a way? A hundred percent, yeah. hundred percent? Yeah. Um, 
before when I was doing the furniture, we had a studio out near Giant Stadium. Mm-hmm. And it was in a big commercial warehouse. Oh, cool. And we had a back corner. And it was great because we had, um, you know, it was a very large space. Yeah. Uh, and we had some machinery that we could have access to that was part of the uh, warehouse we're in. But there, we were the only studio. You know, yeah. there was nobody else working there. Oh, wow. And, you know, you, you'd go there late at night or on the weekend, it would just be you. And it's kind of hard to, in my opinion, get the creative process really flowing when you're in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's nobody to just bump off, bump ideas off of. Like, uh, a few of the pieces I've done now, uh, somebody walked into my studio, one of the fellow artists on the floor walked into my studio, and they saw, like, you know, the pieces lying there or something. And I was, like, just kind of like, yeah, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing with yeah. this. And they're like, oh, what if you try doing this? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and it may not, well, usually I don't do exactly what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, but it gives you just an idea of something mm-hmm. to try, and it gives you a lot of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if you're sitting there by yourself, yeah. it's hard to come up with inspiration. Yeah. When I was doing the furniture for the first 10 years I was doing it, I really did not want to be inspired by anybody else because mm-hmm. I wanted everything to just be like purely my own. I wanted to have like my idea and that's yeah. it. I didn't want to have anybody else putting thoughts into my head about yeah. what, was, what I was making. And that was one of the worst ideas I ever had because it's hard to come <laughs> up with everything on your own. It's like, you know, yeah. you need inspiration from other people and you can build off of that. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm laughing because I love how blunt and honest you are because most people are just like, oh, you know, whatever. So that's, that's very nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> but um, what I wanted to ask, um, sorry, I took it off my my thought process of thought. But what I wanted to ask was, because I'm the opposite, I don't like people around me. I'm, I find it very difficult, like if I'm working on something, to stop, have a conversation, and be able to go back to work. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned, you, you know, somebody said, "Oh, try it like this or whatever." Do you like? Do you actively want like people's input as you're working on something, or after you're finished? Um. I don't know if I actively want it while I'm working mm-hmm. on it. Um, I don't mind people telling me what they mm-hmm. think yeah. about it, you know, because sometimes I might be like, no, I don't like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they'll give me an idea, I'll use it. Sometimes they'll give me an idea and I'll actually do the exact opposite yeah. and it works out. Yeah. Um, but I actually share a studio with my wife, Kim. Shout out to Kim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll work at the same time yeah. in there. And we just won't talk to each other at all mm-hmm. for like hours. We'll just be working totally separately on our own thing, you know, not conversing about what we're working on at all. And she'll actually sometimes get really uh, annoyed at me when I ask her what she's doing. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm working on my own thing, leave me alone. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> like that too. Like, sometimes, like, if I'm working on something, I literally will like run to go to the bathroom, run to go get water, and then come back in because if I talk to anybody, like, the whole idea, yeah, the whole day that you know what I mean, like, yeah. like gone. I can yeah, never yeah. go back. I have to like go home, chill out for the rest of the day and start over. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to be rude to anybody, but then, like, if, you know what I mean? Like, I cannot not say hello, but then I can't say hello because then I lose, like, my whole idea process. Yeah, I'm like that because I'm, like, when I get concentrated, I get, like, heavily so concentrated. When you're in the groove and, like, yeah, you know, exactly. then somebody interrupts you and you're like, no, yeah, I because then, like, spark I, for a moment. Because, like, I'll get so deep in the conversation, yeah. like, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. with me, it's either talk for like a whole hour, two hours, or then or not talk at all and focus on the art, you know? Yeah, like I often go to the studio in the morning. Yeah. Um, and I'll go there for like four hours and I'll do almost nothing just because I wind up talking to other people. Yeah. How, <laughs> how like, early do you get there? Like, 
Uh, not too early. Not it's eight thirty. Oh, okay, that's pretty early. Yeah. Um, because that was my next question. Like, are you an artist that likes to work in the nighttime or the daytime? Uh, morning. Morning. Yeah, I, I find I get the most inspiration in the morning for mm -hmm. some reason. Um, I think because it's a little quieter in the studio, yeah. less people there. Um, you know, I've gone in the afternoon and you know, just hear other people working. It sometimes can be a little distracting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely. Yeah, definitely a morning sense. person for the art. So when you get to your studio, like, are you able to like get to work right away? Like, are you inspired right away, or do you kind of like, you know, have a coffee, sit down, get your things together? Yeah, I definitely do that. Have a coffee, yeah. kind of relax. I don't usually jump in right, right away. Yeah. I kind of walk into the studio. I usually have like you know, three, four different projects mm -hmm. going on at the same time. Okay, cool. I'll have my coffee, look at all of them, yeah. kind of decide what I'm going to do that day. Um, you know, come up with some ideas for them. Mm -hmm. So uh, a question that I had, uh, shout out to Kim again because I had her previously to you. Before, like when I first saw your work and then before I got to know you and like talk to you as often as I do now, yeah. um, I always thought there was like both of your work in a way kind of like inspired by nature. You know yes. what I mean? Like I yeah. always felt like, I don't know how to describe it, kind of like the Grand Canyons where it's like this muse-like, you know, formation of design and mix of colors. When you guys... Um, when you, because you previously mentioned you go hiking, you're always in nature a lot, mm -hmm. and you drive for so long, which I one day want to do because I get car sick, so I can't all the time, don't <laughs> drive it. Um, do you think nature inspires a lot of your work? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, my original inspiration was actually when we're out in uh, Death Valley in California. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going hiking there for a week. And it was both the colors of the, the stones mm -hmm. and the, uh, landscape out there you know because yeah. it's like very subtle but you know definitely there you know yeah. you have the the the, uh, the cliffs will fade from like yellow blue red mm -hmm. it's really beautiful and we we're on a hike also out there we we're walking and the mud had like dried mm -hmm. quickly and this area that was like the roughly the size of a room had all cracked the floor had all oh, cracked right. and it had you know made these pieces roughly this big mm -hmm. with cracks roughly that thick between yeah. them that went down like you know a good foot or more and that was the uh, partially some of the original inspiration that and once we were went to Egypt and you know that's obviously everything is there it's really old and yeah it's broken and you see how they reassembled statuary there mm -hmm. and you know there's pieces missing and you know big cracks in them I just yeah. found that beautiful and interesting yeah. and so the combination of the two of those have kind of inspired my work yeah. and now I've progressed some and I'm looking more at a little bit of um, you know decay of the cities and mm -hmm. how buildings are kind of decaying and that I'm also getting some mm -hmm. inspiration from the thing I love about your work is that like if somebody were to describe to me I mean if I were to describe your work to somebody I would say like organized chaos yes because I love chaos yeah. like you know artistically but I also like organization very organized person yeah but I like how there's so much to interact and embrace your pieces, but it's kind of like very minimal and modern. It reminds me a lot of like Richard Serra work yeah. a little bit, but more, I'd say more attainable, more where you have that, you know, it's not just like one piece and there it is, take it or leave it. It's more like you can walk around, you can look on top of it, you can like, you know, use your phone camera to like, you know what I mean, yeah. get different angles. Um, well, I, I, I agree because 
you know, a lot of the forms I start with, you know, yeah. it's a pretty simple form. It might be just a rectangle or a yeah. cube. Um, so it's very geometric. But then, you know, when I go and shatter the piece, now yeah. you have all this, like, you know, random cracks going yeah. through and pieces missing. So you have this uh, geometric form uh, on the outside. Yeah. But then you have this, like, these fluid lines running through it that is totally, you know, chaos, yeah. as you were saying. Yeah. But then you have this structure that is very, you know, concrete and definite yeah. and this, you know, cracked chaos going through it. Yeah, because, you know, like, I think it's, like, the perfect piece to have in your house because it gives you both, like, I don't know, energy, like an expressive shot, but yeah. it also gives you, like, that zen that you need to have in your house that's yeah. not too much. Yeah. And I remember the thing that made me go, <gasps> I'll buy your work, was when you were, I remember you were showing me, and then they're, the pieces, the, like, the tall ones, mm -hmm. they're detachable. Yeah. And I thought, oh my gosh, like every art gallery owner would die for this because shipping is such a headache. <laughs> yeah. And this is like, just facilitates the whole process. Yeah, it makes it a little easier. So how did you, like how did you think, did, was it like accidental or with your experience in furniture making, did you think, okay, due to shipping or like the logistics, I need to create something, but I need to create something like, you know, consciously that's easy to ship and build? I don't think it was conscious, but I, I agree with you, it's probably related to the furniture and always mm -hmm. having to deal with, you, know, you have to move stuff from yeah. wherever you're making it to somebody's home. Yeah. And if you have like a, you know, a, pe a statue that's, a piece of sculpture that's you know, six feet tall, mm -hmm. and it's all one style of mass, mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to move it, whereas if you can break that down into three pieces, mm -hmm. you know, it yeah. makes it all a little easier. Yeah. And also sometimes, some of the pieces I make where it lets the owner sometimes rearrange the pieces how they oh, would like. Oh, I didn't know that part, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah. And another thing that I really love about your work is when you have the like overhead lights on it, mm. so it, it becomes like a three-dimensional piece, like the shadows. four dimensional, I don't know how to explain yeah. it. But the shadows yeah. and the textures from the shadows onto the floor, wherever it reflects, I think it's so fascinating. Yeah, actually, I've, I don't know if you've seen them yet. Um, I just started working on them, actually. I only have one piece done so far. I have two more that I'm working on now. Uh, wall-mounted pieces oh, wow. that are, you know, they're the concrete. Oh wait, I think you, I saw the, like, the press pictures from the Novato Gallery. You did one like that though, right? That one was, yeah, well, that one, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was like, oh, that was so good. Yeah. So amazing, yeah. But the, the new pieces are, um, you know, it's a rectangular piece of concrete that's roughly an inch thick, mm -hmm. and then I put a frame on the back of it, oh, wow. which offsets it from the wall by an inch to two inches. Mm -hmm. So it looks like it's floating off yeah, the wall. Yeah, I was wall. gonna say, it looks like it's like levitating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also cool when the light comes down, yeah. like you have a spotlight on it, and it hits the cracks, and you get these shadows on the wall. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it just brings the sculpture to a different level. Mm -hmm. I just love when arts, artists think beyond the artwork, yeah. and it becomes like a clean, you know, interactive process that's like on the wall and not just like oh here you go here's my my sculpture that's congratulations that's genius because that was beautifully done and executed oh, thanks. um going back to um as i had kim here previously before you and then we discussed about okay so I'll, I'll explain the story so the question makes sense so i was with like a very dear friend of mine at central park and we were kind of stuck at that time mm. and she's an artist but she's married to like a financial district wall street bro type of guy so he doesn't like art, does really doesn't care, he's vocal about it, you know, yeah. he's like, whatever, it looks good to me. So when we were walking in the park, like the way the sunset was hitting everybody and creating shadows, I remember we both looked at the ground, and then I said, this reminds me of Kara Walker's work, you know, because of the shadows. Mm -hmm. And then she said, oh my gosh, like, I always, 
I thought the same thing, but I didn't say vocally because I'm, I've said these things so many years to my husband, you never guessed that he just ignores me, that I just stopped vocally saying it. Really? And then we had this like discussion about, you know, artists being in a relationship with artists and artists not being in a relationship with artists and a lot of artists, you know, love to be able to like vibe off each other and be like, hey, do you see? And they're like, oh my God, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you, because like previous guests, we talked about kind of the same thing. Like, how do you like having like a, an artist as a partner in your life? Um, I think it works out well. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you, know, you get to talk to them about your ideas, mm-hmm. and you know they're probably going to be honest with you about yeah. what they tell you. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, a friend may not be, yeah. even if they're an artist friend, they may yeah. not be a hundred percent honest on yeah. what they're going to tell you when you ask them a question about your work. Yeah. Um. So if you're with somebody, they're probably going to be fairly honest about you know what they think of your work and the way it's going. Mm-hmm. So that could be very beneficial. Yeah. I actually think it would be very difficult to be with somebody who doesn't really have any interest in art. Yeah, yeah. That'd be no, tough. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> well, in our last episode, Kim mentioned to me that you guys sometimes work together in the studio. Um, do you enjoy that process? Like when you guys are working together, you, you kind of like everybody, like one is in one corner, the other is in the corner. Do you kind of have like a like a dialogue of like, hey, you know? Um, when we're working, we're pretty much working by ourselves. Like, even when we're there together, yeah, we're working, you know, more by ourselves. Um, and I think we both kind of feel that we like working together there, mm-hmm. but then sometimes we want to be there by ourselves also, yeah. like, without the other person okay. there. Um, just because it is, you know, it can be a little disruptive yeah. having the other person there all mm-hmm. the time. I've done some stuff where I go and, you know, start breaking a piece of concrete. Yeah. And <laughs> you I, can only imagine how, like, everything fly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and she's doing a print make. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, paint all of a sudden, and, like, yeah. Or like, I, like, sands, you know, yeah. I whack it and all of a sudden it's a big noise and yeah. she's, like, you know, and she's yeah. startled and it's she's, like, like you have to warn me when you're yeah. doing that. It's, like, I kind of forget. And going back to your creative process, do you normally, you said you work in the in the daytime, and when you do, are you able, like, when you start a piece or you're creating something, are you able to like step away for it for like a day or two or like, you know, like in your real life things, like you have, you know, a party to go to, do you get anxiety things thinking to yourself like, oh my God, I didn't finish this, I have to finish it. Or you're just like, you know what, come back tomorrow, it's all good, I have time tomorrow. Or do you, are you an artist like you need to finish things when you start them right away? Um, no, I don't necessarily need to finish them right away. Mm-hmm. Um, like most of my pieces, take roughly two, three weeks from beginning to end. Oh, wow. uh, larger pieces yeah. are longer, but like the minimum is you're talking yeah, in a two to three week time piece, yeah. time period, just to get one piece done. Um, so I guess just because of that, you know, I, I'm not like that much needing to do it, like get it finished right away, because I can't. I do though, like when we go away on vacation, you're gone from the studio for like two weeks. I start, yeah, wanting to get back into the studio and getting to work again. That I definitely feel. Do you get, like, that excitement, like, oh, my gosh, I've seen so much? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to get back and yeah. try it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have this new idea that I got from yeah. doing this hike or, you know, wherever you may be or you go to a museum and you see yeah. something, you yeah, like, I have this new idea I want to try. And you're like, but, you know, 
I'm wherever, and mm -hmm. I'm not going back to the studio for another week or two, and you're yeah. like, I want to get back there and get to work. And do you keep, like, your, like, do you write down your ideas, or take pictures of things? I don't. I no? keep it all in my head. In your head? And, and, like, as soon as you get the idea, how long does it, for, for me, for example, like, I'll let the idea incubate until it's, like, a finished product in my yeah. head, and I'll try to, like, emulate that into the real world. Yeah. Do you, like, how soon until you get an idea in your head that you're able to, like, start work on it? Is it, like, right away, or you just, like, kind of let it, like, cook a little bit? Yeah, it depends. Like, I have some ideas that I might start, like, you know, within a few days of thinking mm -hmm. of it. And other times, it'll be, like, yeah, I still have an idea I want to try, which I came up with in the fall, and I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Uh, so it might be a long time. And then there's other times where I come up with an idea, which I think is really good. Yeah. And I keep it in my head, yeah. and I just forget what it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's, like, lost. Yeah. No, I thought you were going to say, like, sometimes I have an idea, and I swear it's, like, the most amazing thing, and you do it, and you're like, oh, never mind. Oh, that happens, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, such a heartbreak, because you get so excited, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I also feel like, you know, if you keep on turning it over in your yeah. head, sometimes you can work that out in your head and you're like, you realize, like, maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. You know, or yeah. So you don't waste the actual time making it. No, totally, totally. Mm -hmm. Since starting this podcast, I get, like, a lot of messages from young artists to ask questions to the artists that I'm interviewing. Mm -hmm. How would you, like, one of the main topics and one of the main questions that I get all the time is, like, young artists saying, you know, I want to be an artist, I don't know what to do, like, like, what's the first step? that you would like give advice to them like to take? That's a good question. Maybe a tough question. <laughs> I mean it could be like anything, just like go for it, just start, you know. I think you definitely just have to like, yeah, uh, just start and like even if you don't have training, just mm -hmm. you know, try the ideas in your head and start developing them. Um, and then you can go on, you know, get mm -hmm. training from there. Also I think if you have like, you know, an artistic block, you know, you can't think of any ideas mm -hmm. right now just keep on making because uh, you never know while you're making what you might do that all of a sudden give you an idea that's a good idea yeah um, so even if you're having like you know you don't have any ideas right now just keep mm -hmm. on drawing or yeah. building or doing whatever you're doing and uh, that will probably lead to an idea in the future that you can then use yeah that was actually my next question um, have you ever an artistic block oh yeah yeah, yeah. and then, like how were you able to like overcome that um, uh, just, you know, continuing just to make pieces and mm -hmm. hope, you, you might make a lot of bad pieces yeah. when you have an artistic block, but hopefully that, you know, you'll, one of the, them will, you know, give you inspiration for something mm -hmm. else. Um, but I remember, like, back when I was doing furniture, I had a block that was, like, almost a year long. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just couldn't, felt like I couldn't come up with any new ideas. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was a little. And were you like actively working through it, or I was, yeah, I was. Um, and you know, furniture side is a little different because a lot of it's a little repetitive. You know, mm -hmm. you're not always making a totally yeah. brand new piece. Um, but yeah, I just kind of kept on working, and you know, eventually, you know, yeah, make a piece, or you see something that you get inspiration for, and mm -hmm. you're like, you know, all of a sudden, boom, you have yeah. an idea, or all of a sudden, boom, you have like ten ideas, you have mm -hmm. twenty ideas, you have nothing, and all of a sudden, you know, yeah. Oh, that's so fascinating. And going back to your like trips and your hiking, when you guys, because I have to end this, when you guys go on your, since you're working from Fire Love by Nature yeah. and things like that, when you're like in nature and hiking, are you, are you able to like be in the moment or are you just like, because my brain like goes on all the time before I can ever stop it, so sometimes I'm not able to enjoy certain things. Yeah. I'm just thinking about idea, art, art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're there, are you able to be like, 
be in the moment, or are you just saying, oh my god, this looks, this rock looks like a really cool texture. Could it, you know what I mean? I can be in the moment pretty well. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like I'll definitely be walking and see something where I like, it'll give me an idea, and I'm like, you know, I'll take a photo of it or yeah. something. And I'll be like, I definitely, um, you know, want to try that back in the studio or something along those lines. But a lot of it, I think, I'm just like, you know just seeing everything and subconsciously developing ideas in my yeah. head or later on you know, I'll develop ideas from it but I'm not necessarily out there being like here's an idea here's an idea uh, let me look at that I think it's more of a you know a slow building process just from seeing everything while, mm -hmm. while we're out there in the, in, you know, hiking wherever we might be oh that's pretty dope yeah. and then Kim mentioned you guys went to like seven national parks so far yeah I think yeah, it been it's one. like at least seven maybe more yeah oh wow and yeah. do you have like, because you mentioned she like likes to grab like one stone from each kind of like a remembrance in a way. Do you have anything like that? That I actually, um, yeah, I actually just finished a piece where we were in uh, Zion, uh -huh. and we were hiking. We came across this area that the uh, sand was um, very red, mm -hmm. and when you're making concrete, it's a mixture of cement uh, aggregate, which is stone, and sand, mm -hmm. and a large portion of it is sand mm -hmm. so I wanted to try this red sand to yeah. see if it changed the color oh, wow. um, so I took a little baggie of it which yeah. you're not supposed to do oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. and made just made a piece from it oh, that's um, so recently that's so, cool. so the color is different it is interesting is it like a red oxide color like yeah red? it's uh actually it's more of a uh, um, it turned out to be like a slightly pinkish uh, oh, um, wow. subtle color yeah yeah little pastel-y pink. That's so cool. Like, now I'm, like, visualizing. Um, I'd love to share a picture of that on the, on okay, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, I remember some of your sculptures. Um, they're all, like, a concrete color, mm -hmm. and then some of them have colors with, like, within. Yeah. How did you, like, which one did you start with first, and how did you go to the other one, in a way? Um, I started off, originally I was just making concrete sculpture. Mm -hmm. Um, and building forms out of uh, plexiglass, styrofoam, oh, okay. wood, and it was just purely that was the sculpture. I wasn't breaking them at that point. Mm -hmm. And then I had the idea both like from the Egypt trip mm -hmm. and that uh, um, Death Valley trip I told you about with yeah. the cracks. Just try breaking a piece. It was like a, an off piece I had and I broke it and I was like, yeah, this could be interesting. And then I cast a few pieces that were that I was intending to break, mm -hmm. um, which I did. And uh, those I had not painted at all. And mm -hmm. they were just like great concrete that I had reassembled, which I did like. And then I saw an artist that was, uh, you know, painting some, yeah, it was totally different than what I'm doing, but it was, he, he was painting uh, some stone sculpture work he had, which mm -hmm. just kind of gave me the idea yeah. of, well, what if I had some color here? Yeah. And that's kind of progressed to like, you know, painting in the cracks and mm -hmm. going from there. Yeah, because well, I remember, I think you did have one for the show back in May, the group show. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh wow, this is like almost, it's almost like um, as a kid, like, you know, where's Waldo, you gotta like interact with the paper and like see, so uh -huh. you're like seeing the colors and where it leads to, that's that's what I love about your work, it's so fascinating. Yeah, thank you. Um, and as we briefly talk, um, when I asked you earlier if you, um, like when you create your pieces or you actively think about like the viewer's experience, do you like um, when people, 
like once they see the finished product you like hearing like kind of what they took away from that piece like how they're how kind of like how they're bringing things seeing your art like are you yeah fan of that? I, I yeah definitely am I to some extent don't want to tell the audience what my thought process mm -hmm. is when I'm making a piece because it's nice to hear what they think yeah and they might tell you something entirely different than what you were thinking. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's very interesting to get that input from people. Yeah. Um, so I do sometimes just, you know, kind of don't tell people anything and mm -hmm. see what they come up with and yeah. what they think of it. And oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah. And do you share, like, after they share with you, like, what they thought, you're like, oh, actually, it's because of this, or do you kind of like to keep, like, that hidden in a way and then mysterious? Uh, it depends on my mood sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what sign are you? What? What sign are you? Uh, Sagittarius. What month is that? That's December. Uh, December. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think I'm Sagittarius. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Because I'm a Scorpio, so you're, you, I think you have a little bit of Scorpio, like the Sagittarius even. Yeah. But um, and Kim's in January. She's a Capricorn. You like might be right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, which makes sense. She's like so chill and mellow and like drama free and relaxed. You know. I kind of actually like you know watching people um, try to come up with like when they're looking at artwork or mm -hmm. even a problem they might have, just trying to watch them, try to figure it out, and I, I find that interesting. From like the viewer? Yeah, like you me viewing them, trying oh, okay. to figure out what is Like what, in what real happened. time? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, yeah. yeah. And do you like um, when they take pictures because your work is like so complex, they can take like the coolest pictures. Do you like looking at people's like picture from their perspective and see? Yeah, themselves? I do, yeah. I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they might see something that you don't, you know. Yeah. And they capture differently than you have in the past. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it can be very intriguing. Cool. And what are you working on at the moment? Uh, right now I'm working on a few different pieces. Um, I'm finishing up a piece that is know, four foot tall, that is made out of a res uh, out of a cinder block I found from a um, demolition site, mm -hmm. which I broke apart, painted, and reassembled into a four foot tall sculpture. Oh, wow. Uh, that's going to be in a show in Brooklyn uh, coming up. Oh, do you want to share the like the dates and everything? Um, I do, but I don't have them off the top of my head. No worries, I'll make sure it's included in the caption. <laughs> that's, that's so exciting. Um, yeah. Brooklyn, yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. And are you going to be around um, for the art prog? Because I'm pretty sure yes. this episode will go live before then. Yeah, yeah, it's May 11th, yeah. Yeah, May yeah. 11th, yeah. 5 to 9, Thursday. Yes, we'll and have our studio open. I just got to share it because somebody asked me last time. What's the entrance? It's first and? Uh, it's 157A, uh, first. And Proverse? How do you, how do you pronounce Pro, that? Proverse, yeah, P-R-O-V-S-T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always like, it's first on the pro. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. Because um, <laughs> I don't know, it's like such a weird a weird word. Um, Josh, do you mind telling us what else you're working on at the moment? Yeah, I'm doing some pieces now um, using marble. Oh, okay. uh, Vermont marble, which are actually uh, cutoffs from this um, mason up there. Oh, wow. uh, he does a lot of stone masonry, um, you know, like fireplaces and mm -hmm. whatnot. But he uh, lets me come to his property and, you know, the cutoffs he has, oh, I get so to cool. use. Um, and so I'm doing some pieces now where I'll carve the marble mm -hmm. into a block yeah. and then break it. Oh, wow. Um, and some pieces I'm painting and reassembling. Other pieces I'm leaving broken and using some wood as a, uh, a wood and steel as a plinth for them, mm -hmm. um, which is, I think they're coming along pretty well. Um, 
some of the pieces will be ready for the art crawl in a mm-hmm. couple of weeks, so that'll be good. Oh wow, that's exciting. Yeah. And going back to your furniture days, because I thought that was very fascinating, like the whole trajectory from furniture to the sculptures now. Do you keep like kind of like an archive of photographs of your work, like everything you ever created? Um, oh, not maybe not everything, but yeah, yeah. I, I have a lot of it. Yeah, well, I love to share that on my Instagram if you're comfortable, because that was yeah. pretty cool. And you ever like go back to in a way like for inspirations, like from the pieces you created, and maybe like oh I'll take this corner from here and then use this for like a present time art piece? Huh, I don't know if I do consciously do that. Do you like to go back and like look at your work, like review it, or I do? I do. You just like kind of look forward to the future. Uh, um, I like looking at the old stuff. Yeah. I actually, you know. Our coffee table is one of the coffee tables oh, I made, wow. so, so I look cool. at that every day. But yeah, um, yeah I think like I remember my question. Oh my god. Okay. So, and this is a question I forgot to ask him. Um, so, because this is very fascinating, like getting thoughts, and this is like I never thought about this until somebody mentioned. It. I said, "Oh my god, I think about this too." In your house, as you mentioned, do you like keeping some of your work? Like, do you like looking at your work every day? Um. Yes and no. Yeah. Uh, older pieces, like I have a coffee table that mm-hmm. you know from my furniture days that yeah. I made, which we have as our coffee table mm-hmm. in our living room. Uh, honestly, though, the sculpture I don't have in our apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was doing furniture, we didn't have any of our furniture in our apartment. Yeah. Um, I see it every day. Yeah. And I like seeing it every yeah. day. Uh, but I don't necessarily want to have it in my house at mm-hmm. the like at the same time yeah i have other artists work in my house and i want to see their artwork yeah um you know i see mine in the morning and i come home and see oh, other yeah. people's art <laughs> so it know. balances it out yes. in a way yeah. yeah yeah when you look at your work like do you see it as a product like as a finished product do you think like when i look at my work at my house i don't like to look at it because like i remember everything that led up to creating this, like the emotions that went in it, whatever was happening to me personally during that time, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it goes a whole backstory. Yeah. I don't want to see the piece, I see like the whole, yeah. are you yeah. kind of like that? Or are you just like, hey, this is, you know. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. A little bit yeah, like that. Yeah, you might be like, I remember doing that piece. And yeah. Yeah, what was happening in your life at that time. And yeah. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and also I wanted to ask you, like how soon, like, were you one of those artists, like, as soon as you were born, like, you just have memories of, like, always drawing and then sketching and things like that, or? No. No? Um, I did draw when I was little, but not that much. Yeah. Um, I was kind of, I guess, looking back, always interested in art, but mm-hmm. wasn't really pursuing it that much, yeah. or really at all. Um, I went to school for engineering, and while I was there, I learned about product design, which, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I went into school for. But, you know, I went freshman year, went to apply to product design. And they're like, mm-hmm. all right, let me see your portfolio. Yeah. Like, I don't have any portfolio. <laughs> uh, so I had to make a portfolio to try to get into, into design. Um, and honestly, before that, I had never really drawn that much mm-hmm. at all. And so it was a little embarrassing, like, yeah. uh, freshman year of design, yeah. like, you know. Like, hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People would like, you know, all these people I've been yeah. drawing for their whole life, and I'm there, and like, you know, drawings are pretty horrible. Like, the first project we had to do was a self portrait, um, and that was a total disaster, I remember. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it did not look good at all. Do you have any pictures or anything you keep during those years for yourself? I, I don't. No? <laughs> no. That would be like fascinating to look at. Like, 
Yeah. You know, the early work and then compare it to now and see if there's like little pieces that show up in present time to your work. Yeah, like I remember the, a lot of the stuff, but I don't think I really have any photos of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. You know, I think like a retrospective would be dope of your work because it's so <laughs> diverse. I mean, so different. You know, it's almost like yeah. every era was like a completely different thing. Yeah. You know, and everybody nowadays is like kind of like reinventing themselves as an artist every 10 years. Like, yeah. well, let me do this, let me do that. I kind of did just it so like well, so executed like subconsciously in a way. You weren't like trying to, but you did it. That's really cool. Yeah, it's like, you know, kind of just doing what I yeah. want to do at the, at the moment. Mm-hmm. And do you, um, when it comes to idea, are you... Like, how do ideas pop in your head? Like, do you have to be in motion? Do you have to be in nature or somewhere urban? Like, do you, have you noticed, like, your best ideas come when you're doing, like, a certain thing? For me, it's, like, when I'm in motion, like, when I'm in an airplane driving. Um, something like that. It depends. Like, you know, sometimes, like, I'll just be, you know, driving or sitting in a coffee shop and an idea will just pop into my head. And how does it come to you? Is it, like, a finished product or... Is it like kind of pieces or colors? Um, it kind of is a finished product, uh, but then usually I think about it and I yeah. change it, you know, because mm-hmm. you know usually the first thing that pops in your head yeah. maybe is not the best thing, mm-hmm. um, but it gives you an idea of where it could go with something. Um, so a lot of times, like before I go to sleep, I'll just be lying in bed thinking about how to oh, wow. develop a piece. Yeah. Or, and a lot of times, a lot of ideas will pop in my head then, and yeah. I'll kind of just develop them while I'm lying in bed mm-hmm. in my head. And do you ever like have an idea and think to yourself, oh, this is not really that interesting to pursue, and then maybe like a year, or just a few months later, you see somebody else with the same idea with the finished project that ever happened to you? Um, it has. Not with the sculpture so mm-hmm. much, but yeah, back with the furniture the idea. Furniture. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's like the craziest. It is. It's like an outer body experience. You're like, what? Right? It's almost like we share this like, iCloud creative consciousness yeah. that's like floating and we input ideas and yeah. take out ideas, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it, it is interesting but also annoying when you're like, I had that idea. Yeah, <laughs> I could have done that idea. Yeah. I could have done it better, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. No, I understand what you're doing. Or you have the idea and you know you had it and you actually made it like 10 years ago yeah. and then all of a sudden you see somebody now doing the same thing yeah. and you know, they're getting all this acclaim for it. You're yeah. like, I had that idea you know, 10 years yeah. ago. But it's like one thing <laughs> if you do it and you never put it like on social media or like right. advertise it and like somebody does it, it's like oh that's what a small world that's right. weird but like when somebody does it after you advertise you know put all this work oh my god yeah yeah that's, well i'm not even gonna do that <laughs> you've had that happen no <laughs> you'll see something soon um many times unfortunately but yeah that's what i would suggest to artists like knowing the business side of art yeah and have a strategy like a business strategy and having like Let's say like a lawyer and retainer is gonna take care of things when you need to. Yeah, like yeah. you know, that aspect is kind of the hard part about art. It's yeah. like, you know, you're an artist and but as an artist you also have to be, you know somewhat a lawyer, yeah. somewhat an accountant, a yeah. media person, Everything, you know, yeah. you have to do advertising, you have yeah. to do all these other things that well maybe you do, but I personally don't really yeah. wanna do. I yeah. just wanna do the art aspect, but you have to do everything else too, yeah. which you know, can be a little bit of a Drag. Yeah, definitely. And I remember my other question was, because um, you said you like went to school for engineering first. Are you able to like, when, like for example, when I have to do my business day, where it requires like documentation or email or like Zoom meetings or in-person meetings, 
I can never do art on that day because mm -hmm. like my brain is so focused like on the business side mm -hmm. and if I'm doing art I cannot go do math like that's never gonna work are you able to do both in one day or do you like do one day one theme and another day another day um I usually can do both on the same oh, day oh wow yeah. I, I, congratulations that's I, genius I think that's also partially why I do the art in the morning yeah because then in the afternoon I can do the obligations which are not art related mm -hmm. Website or the yeah. business aspect. Yeah. Um, but I find if I do that before the art, mm -hmm. uh, that I can't do. I need to do the, the art, art first, first oh, wow. during the day and then the other other things later. Because oh, wow. the other parts I find just, yeah, I don't know, ruins my mood for making mm -hmm. art. Have you worked in the nighttime and then switched back to the morning? Or to you, it doesn't really matter? Because you said like you and Kim Sun work together and you guys work separately. Are you kind of like, you folk like do you kind of schedule your art time with the daytime or just like when you have time or when you're inspired by um pretty much like when I have time yeah when yeah. you have time okay because like when I have to do something very hard I go for night time when okay. I have to do something that I know I can complete it it doesn't have that much time I can just like get in the zone and finish yeah. it daytime you know do you like how do you program your art or are you just like spontaneous with it um I'm just kind of methodical about it, you know, just go pretty much every morning uh -huh. and just try to hash things out, mm -hmm. hash ideas out, and, you know, some mornings it's very productive, mm -hmm. and, you know, work on three different projects, yeah. maybe get two of them done, um, come up with an idea, start that, and other days I'll go and do pretty much nothing. Like um other artists, like they really beat themselves up. Like they really have to like their creative happiness is how much quantity they're creating and supplying from their studio. Do you think like that or for you it's like the process? Mm, for me it's more the, the process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh process quality, you know. Yeah, I'm not looking to churn out a whole lot of pieces necessarily. Yeah. Trying to make the piece that I want to make, then the that's how I get joy out of doing it. Yeah, yeah. And where do you see yourself, like creatively, like in ten years? Good question. Um, two answers. One, I don't really know because yeah, I was doing furniture mm -hmm. six years ago. Mm -hmm. I never back then yeah. didn't think I'd be doing sculpture now. So who I don't, I'm not sure what I'll be doing in yeah. ten years. Um, it's a good chance I'll be doing sculpture, uh, but I would like to be doing uh, larger pieces, yeah. uh, outdoor, um, That's just large sculptures thinking, yeah. is what I would like to do. Like you know? your sculpture for Coachella or like a musical for Burning Man, yeah. like that would be so dope, you yeah. know, because it's so different and the light reflection yeah. and the shadow. Like you getting know, a nice like 30, like, 40 foot piece yeah. out there. Yeah. If you have like a little, like a hole in between the, the blocks, like yeah. if it's light travel scope. Yeah, it'll be amazing. It'll look, um, Seeing the sun there. coming through it. Yeah, it'll be like um, these like futuristic modern like TV shows and movies when they have that cool thing, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, wow. But yeah, whoever's listening, please reach out to Josh. And <laughs> talking to you and Kim, and previously Kim was saying, because I asked her, you know, what do you see for the future? She says, I love to do a residency surrounded by nature. Mm. But then like, you know, being a, a viewer of both of your work, like the first thing I thought was um, the textures of both of your work. It reminds me a lot of Iceland. 
So if anybody from the Iceland marketing team might visit Iceland, like every country has a marketing team, yeah. please set up a residency because it, they'll create the most beautiful work and it's the most beautiful place to be in. I'd love to go to it's Iceland. It's like you're in like Mars. Like people have yeah. no like, like how would you describe? It? Like you can't even have to visit. It's like I'm not even gonna waste time because it's just so amazing. Like a rock. It's like when you pick up a rock, it's like a rock inside of a rock with like. It's like I can't like I'm speechless. It's like the most. Like you literally travel to a different planet, you know, yeah. like everything. But it reminds me a lot of like the textures there. That's so, on my very short list of places yeah. I'd like to see. Yeah. Oh, and I also wanted to ask you. Okay, Josh, do you mind telling us your website and Instagram, please? Yeah, uh, my website is joshurso.com, J-O-S-H-U-R-S-O. And my Instagram is uh, joshurso.design. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. And uh, are you, we had previous artists that had people reach out to them, so I always make sure to ask. Are you open to like commissions? Can people just like reach out to you on your website or Instagram? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Well, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, if I don't like your idea, I don't <laughs> want to do it. But I'm definitely open yeah, to the conversation. Yeah. Why not? Right? Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. I'm so glad we have. We finally were able to sit down and have a really cool conversation together. Yeah, thank you. I really you. appreciate you being here. Um, I definitely look forward to meeting again and discussing like maybe like six a year, like six months a year from now, seeing what you're up to then. Um, but in the meantime, you're participating in the art crawl yes. next month. Yes. Just to double check again, it's May 11th, Thursday, 5 to 9, right? Yes. And, and there's going to be a bar, too. Ooh, yeah. okay. That's pretty dope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so make sure to head out. I might be there. I don't know. I might be out of state. Oh, uh, you should be um, there. Yeah, I hope so. I'll definitely try to stop. But it's an amazing event. Kim will be showing her yes. Yes. her printmaking new prints. Yes. And you'll also be showing like a new piece, as you mentioned. Yeah, right? yeah, I have a few new pieces there. All right, uh, our cool. studio will be open. It'll be great. Perfect. All right, thank you so much for coming to give us a pleasure. Thank you. This is great. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tariq Talk. Follow Tariq Talk on all social media channels and check out the video interviews online.